Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. And uh, our last episode was uh, really exciting. We got lots of great feedback. We gave some really good tips and tricks to uh, help you gain that weight that you want, gain that uh, ideal healthy weight. And I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. To, to, uh, gain, to gain that weight? To, well, uh, to gain that ideal healthy weight? Was there a Freudian slip there? <laughs> to, to gain, the, to achieve your success. To, to gain the goal. To gain the goal, is, not gain the weight. No, no, no. To gain the goal, to, gain, to achieve your goal, to gain success. Yes, there we go. I, so thought, I, was on the, I thought I was on the wrong podcast for a minute. Let's this gain. is weight gain and the mind. <laughs> Think butter. <laughs> be butter. Be butter. Now everyone just shut their podcast off. They're listening. Uh, Wherever you're listening from it, I can see them now all going off through the houses. We can look out over the Vancouver and the world, and just all these little bubbles disappearing. Oh, uh, what would people do without us? They would go through withdrawals. Yeah. Well, I had a few people email me and say they really enjoy our sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, we like our, our Canadian. It's not intentional. Our Canadian sense of humor. That's what we get. We've got that a few times. We enjoy your Canadian sense of humor. I always thought that was a very interesting <laughs> line because I didn't know. If the, I didn't know uh, countries had different sense of humor. Canadian, I, I United think, States, I think Brazil sense of humor. What they're telling us is if we were in Florida, they'd be throwing tomatoes at us. I guess. Or pineapples. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, I just got out of my igloo this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I just I got my shoes off. Snow off your, yeah, yeah. It actually, it snowed here a couple of days ago. I couldn't believe it. It actually did. Yeah. I was bugging. But the flowers are supposed to be coming out now. Yeah. Anyway, I was actually bugging my friend this morning, Chris Guerrero, and he's another big fitness guy, and uh, he was in New York, and I said. Is it snowing there? And he goes, don't wish that upon us. <laughs> and, he, and, and I said, actually, it just snowed here yesterday. And he's like, no way. And I said, take your snow back to New York. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So last time we were talking about uh, some tips and some steps, and we're going to continue on. So if you didn't listen to our last podcast, head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com and uh, listen to it. Where else? Or else you'll be gaining. Or you'll be gaining. <laughs> we'll teach you how to lose, not gain. That's right. And it all starts in the mind. That's one thing we're always telling people is everybody knows, you know, you need to eat better. Everyone knows you need to exercise. And the question is, like, why don't you? Well, it's not because of anything other than what's going on between your ears. Mm-hmm. You know, you look in the probably the last about well, 24 months, a few more of the fitness people are starting to pick up on the mind stuff. You know, it's starting to take a bit of a shift. You're hearing it talked about more a bit, you know, but the problem is there's still not a lot of people getting it, you know, and, and, but it is shifting, you know. It is about the mind, and people are understanding it more. And I've been watching, you know, more of the big uh, news stations talk a bit more about the mind and, and what you have to do with the brain and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, let's face it, you look at all the new books that come out, and, like, that uh, one guy that came out with a book, uh, uh, what was his name? Jorge, I think, Jorge Cruz or something, uh, Jorge Cruz, yeah, and he did uh, uh, three-minute or three-minute meals, three, three, three meals, three minutes, something like that, 
Okay. Okay, but and he was. I thought you were gonna say like three minute weight loss and go. Oh, I'm sure that's gonna be good. No, that, that, that's for in commercials. <laughs> All right. But he came out with you know three minute meals, three minutes, something like that. Okay, so how to make a meal in three minutes? But you know, I mean, I respect the guy. I like the guy. I talk to the guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the thing is that teaching's been around for for sixty years. Eat three meals a day. You know, it's oh. problem is you know people are just reframing it in different ways, right? Eat three meals a day. You know, um, well, do you think you should eat three meals a day? No, <laughs> no I didn't think so. I thought we, that's why I asked the question. I thought, oh, I don't want all these people running out and eating three meals a day. No, five, five meals. Five meals. Five, yes. Now, so five, five, like you get the big turkey and the potatoes and the yams and the, the shopping. Cho- and the chocolate bar to boot. And the chocolate bar, and you eat all that at one sitting. That's a meal. That's a meal. That's how I do it. You do that five times. Five times a day. That's how I do it. I mean, that's why I'm so fit and lean. Can you tell? I mean, results show better. You'd have to be like running from 6 in the morning till midnight if you ate those meals. Yeah. That's the sort of You'd meal. You'd probably be dead soon in about three weeks. <laughs> from the cholesterol. So eat five to six meals a day. So medium size, small meals. Yeah, small small meals. So get okay, like just what would be like a dinner, an ideal no, an ideal fourth meal of the day. A fourth meal of a yeah, day? Yeah. So are we doing five meals or six five meals? Meals. Five meals? Yeah, so this is one around maybe, what would this be, three or four in the afternoon? Yeah, my, my fourth meal, the reason you're doing the fourth meal is because you're keeping your metabolism sped up. And you've got to keep your metabolism going to lose any kind of weight. Right. right? So what you're doing so, by having this food is you're telling your body you're not, there's no worries, you don't have to worry about starving. Because mm-hmm. if it thinks it's starving, it drops the metabolism. It drops the metabolism. So right. when you eat like five times throughout the day, it's, oh, there's food, I don't have to worry. Yeah, and then it'll bring your, speed it up. And so the fourth meal, might, I mean, it could be a, a small salad. Could be I have a hemp protein shake, okay. you know, something like that. So we're not talking about a big, huge three-course meal. No, you're talking about a, uh, you know maybe some vegetables, tiny salad, like myself, a protein shake, something just to keep your metabolism. A couple pieces of fruit even are good at that time. So how many, if you were looking at calories, how many calories would that be? Like 300, 200? No, you're looking at maybe. 150. 100, okay. So when we're, because I want to just get everyone clear on it. We're not talking about what my mom said a meal was. Yeah. Right? You know, or a breakfast was, right? Yeah. Breakfast was like three eggs, 15 pieces of sausage, four, you know, a loaf yeah. of bread. You know, I, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about small. Small meals spread throughout the day to keep yeah. your metabolism going so you can burn the fat off and it'll, and it'll help you build more muscle. Right. Okay. So what would be a larger meal that you'd have? A that, large, like a dinner meal, say? Yeah. Like it would, I mean, it, 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 instead it, of a dinner... It wouldn't be hugely a large meal first, but I always start with a glass of water. Yeah. So And that's about 20 minutes before dinner. I have okay. a, glass, a big, glass of, big glass of water. Yeah. That fills you up. When you, have, when you have a big glass of water, you're making yourself more full. And then I have a salad before I go into the meal. Okay. I don't have a salad with the meal. I have a salad before the meal. Like 10 minutes before? Right. Yeah, about 10 minutes, 5 minutes before type thing, yeah. And, uh, Do you run to the bathroom in the middle of your meal? And then, no. <laughs> no. Well, you have a good bladder then. I, actually, I eat the salad on the toilet. You know, during, right? <laughs> what kind of picture did we just make of people's heads there? No, I don't, not a good That's one right. for salad. No, I know, we should like, I eat the ice cream on the toilet, right? Yeah, yeah. Chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream. <laughs> Alright. Oh, okay. That's it. No more chocolate ice cream for me. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, 
So yeah. So uh, and then for the for okay. So so uh, twenty minutes before a big glass of water. Big glass of water. Because it takes the stomach about twenty minutes to tell the brain actually it's got something in it. Yeah. And then about ten minutes later you have a nice small salad. Nice small salad. And then with that I might have uh, I'll just say I have vegetables. Yeah. Right. And it's good. It's better to actually have raw vegetables. Yeah. I mean I switch it up. I, I actually like cooked vegetables better, but I eat a lot of raw vegetables throughout the day. Why? Because yeah. raw is more alkaline in the body. Yeah. And you actually take out all the enzymes of the of the vegetable when you cook the vegetables. Right. You need the so, enzymes to help it digest. That's right. So you need, you got to do both. I mean, I don't want to totally take away stuff from people and say, well, because a lot of people have trouble getting their vegetables in as it is. Right. So when some people go, okay, well, just eat all raw vegetables, what happens is you set people up for failure. Particularly if they don't like it. That's right. It puts them on too, it's too far, too extreme for them yeah. to be able to shift. I even had a shift. Yeah. For I remember you had a tough time. Yeah. yeah. For me to eat raw, like quite a bit of the time, because I was brought up always eating. I, number one, I, I programmed my brain not to like vegetables because I used to talk to myself that way so much, right? right. So I programmed myself. So I had to change my brain. Number right. one, first what we teach. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and then I had to change my thinking. And then raw I, carrots are good, folks. They are. They're they are good for you. And you get accustomed to it. The yeah. thing is, you get used to it. Like I get used to it now. I one thing that happened with me is that because I started eating more raw, is my energy went up a lot. And so what happened is I started to feel a lot better about myself and 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 about just my insides are functioning at a higher level. Mm -hmm. So yeah, because you get that fiber, you get those enzymes, you your digest, digestive system starts working properly. It all runs. It all runs better. So what happens for me was, is that. Runs better. And all of these. I had a picture of you running to the can again. <laughs> can, Canadian four bathroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everything runs better. <laughs> so I, uh, because my body was more efficient, is. Yeah. Then I would. Well, plus it's working better. It's working better. So it would lead me to go back to eating the raw vegetables and the good stuff because I was feeling better. And what I notice now is when I go back and if I don't eat is is healthy, my body actually does not feel as good. I actually start to get an energy drain, so I feel yeah. a bit sluggish. Yeah. So it actually has directed me to eat better all the time and eat more raw because I'm more alert. My brain functions at a higher level. I feel better. You know, people always ask me. This is a question that people always ask me. How what do people always sleep, ask you? How much sleep should I have? Right. Okay. And, and that's a major one. Should 14 I? Fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. Eight hours. Six hours. Four and a half hours. You hear every kind of expert give you a different number on this, and it's right. just ridiculous. So I, I say this. I sleep not a lot, and I wouldn't suggest anybody. I sleep maybe four and a half hours sometimes to to six hours. I try and do about five. Now, a lot of people would say, that's not enough sleep. Mm -hmm. I would only suggest it in one thing. Why I can do that is because I keep my body so alkaline. I eat so clean. Right. So what happens is because I eat so clean and I don't feel sluggish, is what happens is when I go to bed, I get a really good night's sleep. And when I wake up, my, my body is functioning at such a high level that I can go on five hours sleep and it's like eight and a half to the average person. Because I'm not putting... You know, McDonald's in me, I'm not putting all kinds of meats in me, I'm not putting all kinds of, you know, all kinds of processed foods, processed foods trans fats, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not putting it in me. So I don't get as tired as yeah. the average person. Yeah. So I can run on that at an optimal level. Now, on the other side of this, too, I just want to jump in, is what you do in your day is something that's really exciting to you. So it's not like you're going to McDonald's to sling hamburgers all day, right? No. So. 
the, the mind part of all of this is if you have a life where you say, oh, I'm so excited because I love to ski and I'm going skiing every day or I love to create reality shows or do DVDs yeah. or if you're doing stuff you really, really love, then you're motivated and you're excited about it all. That's right. right. So you've got to look at you know, what's going on in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. You know, getting five hours of sleep so that you can spend eight hours really excited in an office cubicle somewhere typing stuff that's totally useless is, you know, Forget it, right? Mm-hmm. That's that sort of person needs. A, that's, I mean, that's not the lifestyle that you live. No, that no, and and my lifestyle is not for everybody, and and, and theirs is not for mine. You know, vice yeah, versa. individuals. But the thing is, is there's a, there's probably three parts to this actually that will help people right now. And what you were just talking about there is, you know, finding something that you enjoy to do. So let's say somebody is stuck right now in that cubicle and they just feel that there's no way. They're just like, I hate my job. Right. You know, I hate doing this. What happens that is person emotionally and mentally is not going to get a buy on five hours sleep no matter what. No, but if you give that person that person a strong enough purpose in something else, right. that person will get up and that person will want it. So you could be stuck there right now going to your cubicle. That's all right. All you have to do is find another purpose. And it doesn't have to be. Maybe you have another purpose to get out of that job. Maybe your purpose is, I want to start my own business. Or maybe your purpose is to do something else that that really gets you emotionally, intensely, like an emotion that's driven. to run a marathon. Could be wanting to run a marathon. Right. Or or it could be education. I want to get a bachelor's degree or an MBA or something so I can be able to move to a position that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you take away somebody's purpose in life, you take away everything from them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't have a purpose. So that's why you're not happy, folks. If you're not happy right now, it's because a lot of times you don't have purpose. And everyone asks me, there's another question about, you know, happiness. And, you know, I'll kind of flip-flop here for a minute. Because everyone wants to know, how do you become more happy? You find a strong enough purpose. Go salsa dancing. Go, well, you know, you salsa, yeah. You can't, you can't not be happy when you're salsa dancing. That's right. I went salsa dancing last weekend. Did you? was... So much fun. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Right. Yeah, it was like 500 people were there. Nice, nice. Oh, it was unbelievable. Nice. And, I, and there was two salsa dancing lessons before they danced there yeah. because I don't know how to salsa dance. Yeah, right? yeah. And so they were doing this thing and this other thing, and we were just like everyone was running into. There's like 100 people on the dance floor trying to follow this guy. Right? Yeah. We were running into each other and just having a great time. Yeah. And then afterwards, they started the music up. They had two dance floors and two different styles of salsa, I guess. And yeah. There were some women there that knew how to make the moves. I don't know how to make a move on a guy, but how to move. Yeah. And they and it was it was cool because I didn't have a clue. Yeah, I yeah. just got right into it with them, like you know, because I knew they said you know here's one step. Well, I knew yeah. one dance step, right? Yeah. And they were it was just amazing. It was uh, so much fun. So part of it's just getting out and trying stuff. Yeah. See if you like it, right? Yeah, tr- trying different stuff is very important. And then you'll find out what you're good at and what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and get better at it. And, and you'll get better. And so th- th- there's a good point of finding what is your purpose in life? You know, what are you here for? And, and that plays a lot in your health because happiness is part of your health. And, and so if you understand where you're going and what makes you happy and you have a strong enough purpose, you'll get out of bed all the time. Now, now let me go back and finish the question that I was... Uh, talking about with uh, with um, sleep, and I was talking about sleep, and I said I didn't really finish the question because we went off on tangents. So let right. me bring it back because they're probably sitting there going, "What is the right amount of time mm-hmm. to sleep?" So for me, I can sleep for five and a half hours because I keep my body so alkaline. 
Now, if you're living in a very alkaline environment and you're eating a lot, you're staying away from meats and you're eating a lot of fruit and vegetables and whole grains, and that's the majority of your diet, you're going to have a great, lot more of energy and you'll be able to go on less sleep. Right. Now, if your diet is off, you'll notice that you're more sluggish in the day. You're at 3 o'clock, come around, you'll get tired. You'll get tired around 4 o'clock. You'll get tired around certain times. I don't get tired. Mm-hmm. Because again, I keep my body so clean. Yeah. So I can go all the time. No. And you exercise. And, right? I, and I exercise. And there's another part of why I don't get tired is because I call it a pick me up. It's like a drug. When I, if I do feel like sluggish, which is very rarely, but because I, I don't feel sluggish, because I'll go and exercise. So in the afternoon, I might just go for like a quick run or a quick jog or you know, a quick fast walk or even just hit the gym for like, even if it's just 20 minutes, because it's like a drug. It's like I go for that quick. It releases the serotonin in my brain. Are you brain. allowed to say that on, 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 on a podcast? On a podcast. This is like a drug. This is like we're a not, drug. Like everyone's going to think we're pushing. Yeah. <laughs> we're pushing the drug of exercise. <laughs> the drug of good, Health, healthy living. The natural high. Yes. So, I mean, there's a lot of techniques that I use in my day that actually um, really boost my energy level. And that's one where I just go and like go for a quick walk or something. That's like if you're having a coffee break, instead of go for coffee, you know, go, go for a walk, you know, go for a nice walk. So that's what I do two or three times a day. I'll go for a good walk. You know, there's a river by where I am and, yeah. and I'll go walk along the river for half an hour. Come yeah. back, I've been out in the fresh air, around trees, the yeah, river. Yeah. You feel better. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And it's good exercise. Like I don't just wander. I mean, I'm I'm at a good pace, yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's good exercise. Yeah. So that's like a good pick me up. And so I would say about we need about six and a half to seven. I would say seven hours. Six and a half to seven hours. I mean, a lot of people say eight hours. I mean, I fully don't believe in too much sleep because I think we got the rest of our lives to sleep, and I think there's too much of the world to accomplish and too many things to see. Mm-hmm. And you know, we spend half of our lives sleeping. My big thing is I want to be around my friends, my loved ones. I want to enjoy life. I want to get in as much as I can while I'm here in this world instead of sleep half of it away. That's right. So, so other than that, so I mean, yeah, I'm just you know I'm not a big believer in a lot of sleep. <laughs> okay, so we've covered like. Five meals, six meals a day. We've covered sleep. We've covered uh, getting some exercise. We've covered. Did we cover what we were supposed to cover? We covered. Yeah, we covered happiness. 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 How do you find happiness? Find your purpose. Find your purpose. Yeah. Help people is another good way. Help people. Yeah. I, you know, some, there's a thing too about comparisons, right? Like I know a lot of times people that are unhappy, it's because they're comparing where they are to somebody else. And, of course, there's always going to be, unless you're Bill Gates, somebody with more money, yeah. right? Or somebody that's more this or somebody that's more that. But if you, uh, if you want to use the comparison tool, just go down to the uh, slummy part of town, find a Salvation Army, and go in and volunteer at their kitchen for a couple days a week. And do that for a couple months, and you'll be really happy. <laughs> because, you, first of all, you're serving... You're serving people, which I think is a big part of happiness. And secondly, you're going, wow, you know, I'm glad I'm not whatever it is that you see, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, huh, maybe my life... Because oftentimes I think we get into this little box and it's just like, oh, my life is really crappy because I don't know why, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go out and you look at somebody else's life and go, oh, 
my life's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes we need to be grateful for what it is that we have. That's you know? right. You know, if you, see, you see some guy, like the Slumdog Millionaires thing yeah. that we were talking about before, right? Yeah, yeah. You see those kids that are, you know, professional beggars and they've only got one leg. Yeah. Well, thank God I got two. Right? Yeah, that's right. You know, and you, of course, having your broken leg and everything else. Yeah. You know, have a newfound appreciation for walking. Totally, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and I look at my leg and I think to myself, there was a lot of other people worse out there than myself, and that's how I got by. Yeah. I said a lot of times, okay, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a challenge for me, but there's a lot of people a lot worse. And the thing is, when we're talking about those comparisons, it's like we, we always chunk it up. And what I mean by chunking it up is we compare it to people that are better than us. We say, okay, well, he's faster, he's got more money, he's in better shape, he's just gifted and talented. You know, a lot of people do that to me. Shane, how, how did you get to where you got? You know, you're just really good and, at what you do, and you're just gifted and talented and naturally born to do it. No, I if worked my butt off. I worked my truth, right? Yeah, you know, I read and read, and, you know, I, I, I did a lot of work to get, get to where I've gotten to today. That's right. And I can look at and compare, okay, well, am I successful? Not compared to one of my mentors who is, has $4 billion. If I'm talking about money, am I successful? But I wouldn't even compare myself to that because I'm successful in my own world because I'm happy. And if you make comparisons to people that are more successful than you, you're going to drive yourself into an emotion of frustration, sadness, overwhelm, all those emotions. Then that's going to lead to you going on overeating, and then next thing you know, the weight's on. That's right. right. So don't do that. Look at, there's a girl that I help, uh, she lives on Hastings, and um, Hastings is a street in Vancouver where I live. It's a really run down, lots of drug addicts, it's just a bad place to live. She finally got off the street and she um, has a little place now. She's been clean of drugs for uh, nine months now. And it was quite interesting because she said to uh, one of my coworkers that's helping with her as well, she says, well, I'm not even in that bad shape compared to some other people in the world. This is coming from a person that pretty much lives lives in the worst part of the city that I live in. And she says that. And I I looked and we sat there and we said, look at her mindset. That's unbelievable. I mean, most people would be like thinking, man, she was just happy to have this little uh, room. It's a room. It's, It's a room. It's like maybe 200 square feet. She was so excited to have this room. She finally got a place to live nice. instead of having to live on the street. Yeah. And she thought like that. Like, it was it's just amazing. fantastic to see. And it, it put in her perspective for me again, too, because she taught me something again was, you know, don't yeah. compare yourself to where you are. I mean, right. there's way people way worse. And it reminds me, actually, I like to climb up mountains, not, not cliffs, but just, you know, trails that go up these mountains. And I remember once going and going and going and hiking and hiking and hiking and thinking, I'm not making any progress. And then I stopped and I turned around and looked down and I couldn't believe how far I'd come. Mm-hmm. Right? It, you know, so oftentimes we don't think about where we started and where we are. We just think, well, I'm here right now and I'm not happy about it. But, you know, stop, turn around and say, wow, like... Yeah. I remember the car. It looked like one of those little matchbox toy cars. That's how big it was down there. I go, whoa, we can't that far, that fast. I mean, that totally changed my opinion, right? So, you know, look at where you've been. Remember your history. There's a good quote that says, when you reach the mountaintop, then you begin to climb. Yeah. And the problem with society is most of us only climb up halfway up the mountain, and then we quit. Yeah. We don't go fully up the mountain. And most of the people that I know that are successful in their fitness, in their health, in their money, in their relationships, 
they climb to the top of the mountain and then they begin to climb. Yeah, and that's when the work really starts. Mm-hmm. And you see that in sports all the time. You know, teams that win the championship one year and then are absolutely terrible the next. Yeah. Because they think, oh, we've made it, right? And everyone will just lay over for us and they don't realize everyone's getting up for them. It's harder, yeah. you know, to win that next championship. It is, it is, yeah. But it, just enjoy it, you know. That's one of the most important things, though. Even in your weight loss journey, I mean, a lot of people think right now, let's say, well, I'm 50 pounds overweight, or I'm 20 pounds overweight, or I'm 300 pounds overweight. You know, how can I enjoy my life? Be happy where, where you are right now and understand that today, right now, listening could be a fresh new start. Right now, you could say in your brain, okay, you know, I'm going to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to exercise or I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to create a new life. And that's cool because there's new vision. And you have you've got new goals. And you can do that. You can, yeah, every day you can start over. It's just a decision. That's all it is. It's a choice. It's simple as that. I'm either going to do it or I'm not. Yeah. And then you just go out and you get on doing it. Right? The most successful people in the world are not people that have the best ideas or you know have the most connections. It's the people that know how to take the most action all the time. Yeah. Over and over and over, day in and day out. It's like a little bit of action, a little bit of action, all of a sudden just leads up to a huge amount of success and you don't even understand where it comes from. Yeah. But it's take your steps. Yeah, take your steps. And this is everything in life. Like this is, what, I always say this, once you start to learn how to take action in one area of your life, it comes embedded in your nervous system and you start to do it in another area. So if you get your help with fitness on and you put your shoes at the door and you get up tomorrow morning and you, you get them on and you go for a run and you go to the gym and you, and you prepare your meals tonight and you, you go to hot yoga or you go to hot yoga or you do whatever and you keep building on that day in and day out and day in and day out, what happens is you become that. It's a behavior. It becomes a new behavior, right? So it becomes a habit. You know, have a new pattern and you become that. So being it, you're a completely new person. And that carries into other areas of your life because what happens is you've developed a new skill to become disciplined. And not only does that discipline build on your on you, but it builds on your confidence, your self-esteem, you as a person. And all of a sudden you start to feel like you can do anything in the world. Which you can. You can. And you start to build a huge belief system. Yeah. Which is the most important thing to direct human behavior is That's a belief right. system. Yeah, if you don't think you can do it, you're right. Yeah, for, well, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. So you got to believe you can. That's right. I mean, that's the most powerful way to lose any kind of weight. His yeah. number start is believing that you can. Yeah. Now, probably somebody's saying there right now, and I mean, we're running out of time. I'll give you a quick way to change a belief because I just cannot. It's such an important subject that it's hard to leave you without me saying anything about it now. But yeah. a good way to change a belief is to question the belief. Because there's past beliefs that you've believed before that you no longer believe now, and you look back and you're like, you can't even fathom how you believed that belief. Yeah. You're like, I believe that? Yeah, the so, earth is flat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Triangle, wasn't it? Triangle, yeah. Well, the water just fell off the edge. There's a big waterfall. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I believed that at one time. See, I just believed you. See, Scott just put a suggestion into my head, and I could actually take that suggestion now and believe that it was true or right, or I could say, no, I don't really believe that. But I happen to be an expert on the world. Yeah. I say it's class, so, so of course you can believe me. And, right? and I'm an expert, right, on, on health and fitness and, and the world, too, and so I believe that the world's triangle, so you should just believe that. So I'm planting that suggestion in your head. You see, what I'm doing right now is I'm showing you guys how your brains are directed so much by other people's belief systems. Mm-hmm. So if I put a suggestion right now, and you have an opportunity or a choice right now to hold the belief true or not true, and sometimes 
advertisers do it to us a great deal. They'll put a yeah. certain belief out there. This food is good for you. This is going to make oh, you feel yummy. better. It's yummy. But it's really not. So we take that belief and we hold that as true. So just remember that. Those are just other people's suggestions. And, and their suggestions will direct your brain. Now, it's your choice to accept that suggestion or say, oh, I don't really you know, agree with that suggestion. You know, and I always say this, don't even believe what I say. And people are like, what do you mean? You're teaching me. Because what I say, what you like, you keep. What you don't like, you're welcome to throw it out. Mm-hmm. You know, because my way's not right all the time for everybody. I give the tools and the techniques, apply what you like, and what you don't like, throw it away. Yeah. All I would add to that is, is give it a good, tr- give it a good uh, test before you throw it away. Mm-hmm. But, and and there's, there's another thing about having testing and, and strategies is finding a strategy that works for you. But most of the time in life, people, what they do is they go, okay, well, I'm going to try the strategy out. And they try for a little while and it doesn't work, so they just quit. But they don't yeah. give the strategy enough time for it to work. That's right. So they don't wonder. They go, and then they go into the next thing, and then guess what happens? It becomes a behavior, and that behavior takes you farther away from your goals. Yeah. So forget about instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Only if you're eating good food, you get instant gratification. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reframe. Did I put a suggestion in your head that just started a belief how good carrots are for you? Whatever you do, don't take that suggestion in your head and go to the fridge right now and eat a carrot. I wouldn't do that. That's right. <laughs> no, I'm just having a little fun. That's right. I, you just reminded me the other day, I, was, I went downstairs and saw my son, and he was sitting there eating carrots. <laughs> I said, oh, that's good. He says, well, you don't have any other food in the house, Dad. <laughs> I said, now I know how to get you to eat carrots. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> There's only carrots here. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, it's really cool. You just look at those beliefs and also look at how often you're eating. Because I really think that we're eating too much too few times, mm. if I can put it that way, right? Mm-hmm. So big meals, uh, you know, fill up the tummy and just expand the waist. Mm-hmm. And you really need to take it on a a gradual basis moderation right mm-hmm. and get the exercise yeah and be happy well it's key you know even if you're a bit overweight right now or you're a lot overweight you can still be happy because you can set your vision and your focus right now and say this is going to this is what I'm going to be today and tomorrow and I'm going to create a new me yeah you know it's alright to create a new me Come, become a good observer of yourself that's the first step to change yeah you know notice what's working and what's not working? What's not working? Change it. And go easy on yourself. Oftentimes we beat ourselves up and beat ourselves up and beat ourselves up. We don't need to. Because mm-hmm. you're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. And work with yourself. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> no one else is going to work with you at times, right? And that's yeah. the thing, right? It's We've, we've got to become... Uh, almost our best friend, our own best friend. You can't be best friends and you can't be happy with other people if you're not your own best friend and you're not happy with yourself. Yeah, and if you're beating yourself up all the time, look out. I had a friend once tell me, he says, if you treated your friends the way you treat yourself, would you have any? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> so why are we harsh on ourselves? I don't know. So, But I'll tell you, life is a lot better when you're not. Mm-hmm. So true. All right. So uh, what do we want to leave everybody with? How much time we got? Uh, minus a minute. Minus a minute. All right. So that means of course, you know, because we produce this and it's our podcast, we can be as long That's as we want. That's right. 
mean, they don't have a time frame. 20 seconds. Quickly, say what you need to say. That's right. Well, let's leave them with us. Let's leave them with some steps to do. Let's become consciously aware right now of how many meals you're having per day. Mm-hmm. And what I'd like you guys to do is, this is your goal right now for the meals. I want you to sit down tonight. I want you to get a pen and paper out. I want you to do it right now. If you're driving, stop the car, pull over, get a pen out of your glove box, start writing it down. And I want you to write down your meals for the next seven days. What are you do actually going to do a meal plan? What are you actually going to eat for the next seven days? Write it out. And then stick it on your fridge. And it should be five small meals. And there should be carrots, broccoli, cauliflower, tomatoes, green onions, pretty alfalfa sprouts. Also, pretty much eggs. any kind of vegetable. Yeah, any, any kind of vegetables, fruits. And plan it out. That's going to be one of your most important things to, to do, right? Plan yeah, if you don't plan for success, success you're... How's you're, that going again? If you don't plan for success, you're doomed. <laughs> if you don't... If you don't how does that one go? I don't know. I can't help you on that one. I'm not quite sure where you're going, but well, something you about plan, planning for success. You don't, yeah. Well, you don't when I think of it, I'll tell you. But no, if you don't, if you don't plan, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Right. Because if you if you set the plan for Wednesday, I'm going to eat this meal in the morning, and this meal in the afternoon, and this meal mid afternoon, and this meal at night, and then you plan for it, which means you actually have the food there to eat that you say you're going to eat. Then you're you're probably gonna you're more likely to do that than if you don't. In which case it's like I'm driving by Starbucks and oh I'd really like to have a cinnamon bun mm-hmm. because I'm feeling kind of hungry. Yeah. And that of course is uh, planning for uh, failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how I mean that's really how it happens is because if you we fail to plan, failure. you plan for failure. You, you plan to fail. There you go. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. <laughs> See, I knew there was a saying in there. If you fail you know, the plan, to plan, you plan to fail? Yeah. If you fail to plan, you basically plan to fail. He says, haven't you heard that one before? I probably, yeah, out of all the 10,000 stuff that quotes that I have in my head, yeah, probably. And you don't have that one at the top of the list? So plan your meal. i got to have house. a chocolate bar now. I'm too yeah. stressed. <laughs> yeah. Be, be careful what you be careful what you wish for. Give me a carrot. <laughs> so plan out your meals right now. Set set up a plan. Uh, also look at right now. What is are you happy at your, what you're doing right now? Because that's the cause of your weight. Do you need to change some stuff? Do you have a purpose right now? Do you have a higher vision right now of your life right now? Do you need to go out and maybe do some volunteer volunteering, or do you need to start a new gym, or do you need to do new exercise routines, or do you need to go to a UDLA program? Are you in a rut? Are, yeah, are you, are, you in a, are you in a rut? Um, but what are you going to do to get yourself out of the rut? And what can you do to have that higher vision? You know, what is your purpose? That's really to create, to create happiness in your life right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe write that down right now. Some of you right now are going, okay, well, I've got my purpose. I've got my vision. I know exactly where I'm going. I'm on track. Well, great. Keep yeah. doing it. Keep doing it. But for those of you right now that are going, well, I kind of don't have a purpose right now. I kind of don't have a vision. You know, maybe you've got caught up in the trap of everyday life. Actually, a friend of ours, I was talking to a friend of ours this morning, and he said, oh, gee, Scott, I have this purpose, because it came up somehow, right? Purpose. He says, I have this purpose, and I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. All these other things have come in and distracted me from my purpose, the things that I really want to do. And I said, well... You better change that. He says, yeah, yeah, I will. But he hadn't even realized 
till we talked about it, you know, yeah. life has all these pushes and pulls on us, right? It's like, oh yeah, no, I, I know exactly what I want to do, but I haven't been doing it for the last three months because of this and this and this and this and this. So I said, yeah. well, I'll get back on track. Cool. You know, mm-hmm. he, doesn't, he doesn't have to beat himself up over it. Just has to be, oh, I'm aware now that I got off track. Now I'll get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it can be as easy as that. It is, and, and it is easy as that. It's just understanding, becoming, noticing what's working, noticing uh, what you're doing in your life. What behaviors are you using that are getting you closer to your goals or taking you farther away from your goals? And are you just caught up in the mundane life of, you know, coming home and feeding the family and, you know, looking after the kids and, and then going to work and then doing it all the time and maybe seeing your friends a little bit on the weekends and you're just consistently doing that. And so you're not quite sure why you might be creating some unhappiness or some maybe depression. You know, I'm doing some depression and not being totally aligned right now. Yeah. And that's because you just don't have your purpose. But it can be a purpose of, okay, well, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to, you know, take a do- the dog for a walk because I haven't did, haven't taken the dog for a walk in like five days. That's my purpose. That won't drive you because it's not a big enough purpose. Right. It has to be something that's big that gets you really excited. See, a lot of times people, I mean, this is an in-depth subject for such a short period of time. Um, so maybe next podcast, I'll actually teach you guys how to find your purpose then. Because I think your purpose has a lot to do with your weight. Because a lot of times people that I find that are having trouble with their weight don't have a great deal of purpose in life right now. Mm. They're not quite sure about their vision. They're not quite sure where they're going even to have a purpose with your fitness and a purpose with your weight loss goals. Right. A lot of times people are just like, well, my purpose is to just lose weight. And I'm like, why do you want to just lose weight? Well, just because I, I want to. I just want to feel better. Well, that's not why. So they're not quite sure. Right. There's, a deeper, there's a deeper subject. you got to be clear on it. So I'll kind of teach you guys in the next podcast understanding purpose tied in with your health and fitness and your weight and why you might not be getting to your goals right now because you really don't even know your purpose in your health and fitness. You might think you do right now, but it's not driving you enough to get there. And I'll teach you ways to actually get yourself so emotionally charged up that you want to get your butt out of bed in the morning and go to the exercise and eat healthy because it's that big enough a purpose for you. I'll teach you that next podcast. So make sure you come back. We'll be here. We're not going anywhere. That's it. I'm done. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. Head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. Leave some comments, questions. We read them all. We enjoy them. It gives us, gets us pumped up. And I just wanted to also do a shout out to the North Island of New Zealand. We have people on the North Island of New Zealand listening to us. So head over to uh, freeweightlosspodcast.com and uh, introduce yourselves. Let us know who you are because uh, we think that's really, really cool. Yes, and also go to my uh, Facebook, uh, Shane Jeremy James. And add, add a friend. Add you as a friend. Uh, there was lots last week. I got a lot of you guys came last week. And uh, there's quite a few that I corresponded with right now. So it's cool to uh, meet you guys and see where you're from. And, and a lot of times you guys leave a message and tell me what you guys are doing and where you live. And it's kind of it's pretty neat. Yeah, we want to know, know about you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Facebook changed this. But they used to have a limit of 5,000 friends. And we have over... Uh, 80,000 listeners so if you all went over to Facebook you would cause a whole pile of problems for Facebook kind of cool (laughs) yeah just don't get my Facebook account shut down (laughs) that's great okay we'll talk to you all next time everybody until then think fit be fit